Hello everyone, I'm Sunny. Uh, thank you for tuning in and this is a quick and dirty kind of episode which is a midweek episode which I'll be doing whenever I get excited about something but it would be less than 10 minutes so not any um, super depth analysis or deep dive into anything but just an update on anything, any story I'm following so or we have followed before. And this episode is about the update on the Tesla's privatization episode because two weeks back if you remember we did a whole episode, a 40 minute episode about can and should Tesla go private. We discussed the whole story behind the t- um behind Elon Musk's tweets, letters, and can Tesla go private and should go private. So last Friday, August 24th, after the market closed, uh, in a Warren Buffett's uh, in a Warren Buffett style, Elon Musk issued a blog like uh, like how Warren Buffett issues earnings after Friday, after the market closed. He issued a blog saying staying public. So, and he explained his reasoning. So the gist is Tesla is staying public. It's not going private. So tune in for more details. Sorry for that sound effect, but I think the whole episode is um, has gone the same way. Started with a bang, with a tweet of uh, having funding secured, specific price, and the pub- uh, company going private. And now fizzling over over time to this uh, eventual blog where they say they're staying public. But I'm glad it's they're staying public. So let's see the orientation. We'll cover this into three parts. First is uh, we'll see how the story ended. Second is um, my take on what I think, um, whether this was a good decision or not, and what happens now to the company. And third is some a little bit of guidance that I would like to um, share, let's say, on how I think Tesla should now conduct the in- investor relations. So let's start with the first. What happened um, and how it ended? This blog that we said, the Staying Public blog, did not go into a lot of details. Basically, Elon Musk started and ended with the first hand, as in the whole thing, like his previous letter, and like his tweets before, he said that he was speaking on behalf of himself, not with the partners, not with investors, not on the board participation. It was all him trying to take it private, and now he decided, and given the, on the feedback that a, that a lot of investors could not stay public, oh, sorry, private, uh, as investors in a private Tesla, and B, that um, it would be more time-consuming, challenging, and distracting than he originally thought. And those reasons put together led him to think that they should, it would be better um, for them to stay public, and um, they should, as he said in the letter, they should go back and continue focus on what matters the most, which is building products that people love and make a difference to the shared future of life on Earth. He also ends with, I'm incredibly excited to continue leading Tesla as a public company. It is a privilege. I'm glad he did that because otherwise it gives an impression that he never actually enjoyed running a public company. So the public um, investors would be the investor sentiment around the community would not be as ba- uh, as good, and the passionate investors, the retail investors, a lot of them who are defending Tesla now, would have been kind of less passionate or like kind of let down. So I'm glad he did that. So that is, um, if you've seen like my past episode, um, if you heard that, we said that we don't really know how serious he actually was. So uh, at the time he said that, or if he was actually very serious, we'll never know. But we don't really know what depth of consideration went into this process, especially the board never uh, spoke out on the whole. So we never really know what depth of consideration went out into um, into this decision. But this is what it is. Now let's get into the second part. 
whether I think it's a good decision or not, and what happens now. So definitely, I think it's a really good decision. Again, in the last episode, we let out three reasons why Tesla should stay a public company. A, we said that Tesla does not have any marketing budget right now. A lot of the reason, I mean, other than the product sets itself and the product is really good, one reason why the marketing budget is zero is because Tesla is a public company, it's always in news, it's always on the news channels, and it attracts... um, to very opposite set of peoples and theories and investing theses and makes an investor a passionate investor base and uh, people who buy Tesla and the whole community gets stronger because of it staying public and getting a free publicity kind of uh, free brand recognition, let's say. So that's one reason. Second, I said that the company is really growing. It's uh, still a very growth company, uh, which is which will keep growing hopefully for years to come. So it will need capital raises, although the company says it won't. I think it might and it's always good to keep doors open on that front and see i said that um for the benefit of the investing community uh the the entrepreneurs like elon musk and the vision like tesla doesn't come once in a um doesn't come very often it only comes once in a while so it's always good to have an option and liquidity in the market to invest in tesla so for those three reasons i said that tesla should and i hope it stays public so i'm Glad that this happened. I'm glad that this episode ended pretty well and pretty quick. And um, so I'm pretty happy about it. And I think this is, in the long run, you would realize that this was a really good decision. The tweet probably was not. Probably was immature, as in, um, by this, what I'm trying to say is immature in respect to time. So it was premature. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, where does the company go down, what happens? Uh, Nothing. Hopefully they go back to normal. And I guess there would be like three impacts. A, um, there would be a little bit of impact of the SEC ongoing, uh, um, uh, the subpoena that the SEC issued. They would probably continue with their their investigations. Hopefully that would not be a lot of distraction. And if they get fined, probably not too much. Hopefully not too much. And as far as they don't uh, indict anyone or anything, um, I guess a monetary fine could be gotten away with. B would be the impact that I'm a little bit more worried about or like watchful of is the involvement of Elon Musk on the executive level. So because of this whole episode, it also came into the limelight, the work-life balance of Elon Musk, which is, again, his personal life. But it also brought uh, into light how if that is unhealthy for him, it is also unhealthy for the company because Elon Musk is so tightly... Uh, it tied into the brand of Tesla that if anything happens to him or if he's, his health is not good, it would impact Tesla. So maybe now this all brings to light and the the board now maybe wants to consider it more seriously to get a CEO or a co-CEO or promoting him to a chairman uh, rather than an executive uh, officer, chief executive officer. So those things might happen and see the investor sentiment. It might take a little bit of uh, uh, time to recover. You know, like how in Chipotle's story, there was always a risk overhang of like a norovirus story can break any time and the stock might drop. So this might have like a risk of another coming tweet or something. But I'm sure now Elon would be like watchful of his tweets a little bit more from the legal perspective, if not anything else. So the second part, concluding the second part, I'm really happy they decided to stay public. And um, hopefully, other than some fines, it will all keep going normal and... Um, let's see how the brand of Tesla gets affected by the by the uh, attachment that Elon has in the executive role. So, 
coming to the third part, which is, I think, the meat of this episode, which is what I would say Tesla should do. Again, I'm no management guru. Who am I at the first place to say anything to Elon and the guys at Tesla who are going after a vision that probably us all together could hardly or barely understand after piecing all, uh, putting all the pieces together? So this is in no way an advice in terms of managerial advice. It's just of what an investor would like to see in company. So as an investor, what I like to see from a company like Tesla. So this is all about that. So what I would like to see, here it is what I would like to see. Number one, stop going after shorts. Let shorts be shorts. Shorts have always helped the story by creating a more passionate base of supporters for Tesla. So let that happen and focus on the execution, of course. But at the same time, the bigger change that I'd like to see is how the management guides the street, how the management goes around telling what they're doing and how they're doing. Short term to long term, move the bar, move the bar from short term to long term. Guys, you're the company. It's your company. You know how to run it. You know the vision. And nobody else probably on the street even understands your vision. So you got to tell them how this company would be marked on how it's doing in its journey. So just just don't give any more weekly production targets by the quarter. Just don't give, don't even give, I would say don't even give um, guidance on the bottom line. Don't even promise profitability. Don't even promise cash flow because it takes toll on many long-term initiatives. For example, every time they try to meet a short-term production target, maybe they're um, sabotaging their own process, which if they took a long-term vision, they could have built a more manufacturing process which were more efficient rather than going the workaround, for example. And if we take how the um, short-term goals on profitability, uh, for example, they're now delivering first the models, Model 3s, which are higher dollar values, which makes sense totally. But what I'm saying is they could be doing this by delaying the people who were ahead in line but had lower-priced cars. Uh, models and configurations. So that might impact the brand loyalty. They might frustrate some customers in terms of quality of build, timing of delivery, and many things. So just you're just an amazing company. Tesla is just um, executing an amazing long-term vision. So stick to that core and don't give any short-term guidance. Don't rally around these. Run it like Jeff Bezos uh, ran Amazon. Uh, give the amazing vision of where you're going and what you'll do and um, the different initiatives and deliver amazing results, but don't target anything. For example, uh, don't promise um, that you won't need a capital raise. Like, uh, what if you see an opportunity and you need one? So let's just go ahead and raise money and go after it. So keep the growth company narrative. Uh, I would, I would. That's what I would like to see not to be too short-term focused and starting to be a company which is maturing and, you know, like being very watchful, which is all needed where Tesla is right now. After so many years, it is all needed, I understand. But the real appeal of the company is long-term. So don't constrain yourself too much into very short-term goals. And I guess the biggest episode, uh, biggest uh, takeaway from this episode is the same, that they wanted to go private because they wanted to prevent the things that they were thinking was a distraction by staying public. But my point in the last episode was they can stay public and still do everything. It's just how differently the management has to guide the street. So take a long-term view, as you've been already doing, 
but also have the street take it and convey the business that way. And then it would be a really great opportunity at with this pullback in the price in the stock and um, looking forward to how the business has run for years and years. So yeah, looking back, we'll all cherish this decision of staying public. I just hope they take a longer-term vision now and give it to the investors as well. So thank you for listening. That's all I got for this episode at Midweek Update. And um, thank you for everyone who's been recommending and suggesting different topics in different social media platforms as well. If you got more information, uh, if you got to have more information, my central website is www.sunnygoclany.com. And uh, you can find me on any other social media platform and let me know what you think about the episode, about Tesla, and on anything else you'd like to hear. Thanks for listening and keep investing. I hope I gave you something to think about. Thank you.